Hello all, this is Renee. Um, I'm not going to give my last name. Uh, my friend uh, Michaela is off traveling right now, so today I'm going to do this on my own. And today's topic is about why the person you're interested in, who's shown interest in you, suddenly starts pulling away. So, let me start off with a scenario. You meet a person at a social gathering, at a sports event. Whether you've just come out of another relationship or you've been single a while, and you, and you meet this person and you hit it off. You exchange numbers. A few days pass, maybe... That weekend, you go on a date with that person. Things go really well. And then you start building something like every other weekend or every weekend, depending on your schedules. You know, you see each other. You have a good time. And if you were in a situation where you were coming out of another relationship. This is why time is of the essence. I mean, you should give yourself time, but a lot of people don't. They jump in, they go from one relationship to another. So I'm talking about those cases. Well, if you found this new person who, you know, seems to make the cut, well, you, you start going for it, right? And, you know, the texts at the beginning are reciprocal. In fact, you seem to be under the impression the person you're now dating is, is really into you and he or she is sending you texts meaningful texts, you know, make you feel good. Sorry, I have a bit of a cold. <coughs> and um, they make you feel so good that, yes, I mean, they, they have succeeded in practically erasing the person who was sort of haunting your life. You know, so this is your new superhero or heroine. But then, then you jump the gun. And that's our issue number one. You are now developing feelings for this new love interest. And you think about this new person a lot. At the beginning, Texts were sporadic, you know, you, you could control yourself. The person seemed to be sending more material. And then suddenly, bam, things switch. Suddenly, you're feeling very drawn 
by this per drawn into this person. Sorry. <coughs> sorry, this cold is. People wear masks, okay, because there's a freaking variant out there. That's another topic, but I had to mention it. <coughs> Pardon the cough. So now, you know, it, it seems, you know, you think about this person a lot. And, and you really want to express your deep appreciation. Sure, you might not say, I love you. No, no, please don't. Not at the beginning stage. But you start sending longer texts. You start sending romantic quotes from films, from well-known people. Then you get really poetic. I mean, it, you start sending beautiful songs with deep lyrics. And at first the person is like, wow, that's wonderful. Oh, thank you. And you continue to do this. And then the person says, oh, cool. And then you send this majestic song and there's no answer. Why is that going on? Because you are building another castle in the clouds when really all you should have been doing was simply talking to a regular Joe or Jane. Okay? What am I getting at? You are trying to find the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow in another person, even though you just got out and my cat agrees. Do you agree? My cat agrees. Um, you just got out of a relationship and now you are looking for that pot of gold elsewhere. And um, that's a big no-no. That is a big no-no. You cannot find an instant hero. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> the cat. This is comic relief. Frankie, what do you think? Yeah? Yeah, he agrees. You see people, the cat knows. So what am I getting at? You have to invest proportionately, starting with the texts. You send a joke, he or she sends a joke. You send a song, he or she sends a song. And it's going to take time. Again, it's not instant coffee. Okay? It's attempting to build a new relationship. And you cannot ask for more at that stage because you, you haven't known the person that long because if you do ask for more you will scare that person away I know what I'm saying so you might be melting inside but you gotta control yourself okay you've got to you got to keep your mystery without being cruel. But don't, for the love of whatever you believe in, don't over-invest. 
especially if that other person is not doing the same thing. Okay? Like, think about it in terms of business. I mean, you bake a giant baguette and you give it to your paramour and in return, he or she gives you a crouton. I mean, need I say more? Okay, so, so be smart about it. I mean, sadly, many people fall into that trap because they're looking for what they didn't have in their soured previous relationship. I'm thinking of a few celebrities, but I'm, <coughs> I'm not going to use them today. Well, I might later, but I'm going to go with, with stories and films and maybe series, okay? Let me give you an example. And uh, people, this is not the, the real story of this person who did exist, okay? It's not a biography. This is a, a creative take on a writer that existed in the 1800s in Yorkshire. So this writer, she pretty much didn't have much experience. She had a very close relationship with her brother, but not incestuous. Okay, please don't go down that path either. And she meets this vicar. And he's a man of, of God, but I don't know if vicars can get married. I'm, I'm not sure. However, well, this man of God, you know, at first she, she rejects him. And one of her sisters fancies him. And she's just completely repelled by him. Then he starts giving her French classes. Yeah. And um, suddenly, suddenly one day there's a spark. And they, they become close. And there is a, an attraction and remember, there's no what's up here at all. There's not, there are not even phones, okay? But they see each other regularly because he's her tutor. She's of age, by the way, no minors here, okay? And um, there's a spark, but, you know, it doesn't... The spark is present, but they don't act on it. <coughs> and... Um, well, uh, one day they, uh, they're caught in a storm. And this girl's father trusts the vicar. So, you know, he says, can you escort my daughter home? Because we're at a party. We're all at this party in the village. And, you know, she wants to go home. Can you escort her? Oh, yes, of course. So they, they, they begin walking towards her home, but this <coughs> storm suddenly happens and uh, they have to find refuge somewhere and they go to this little shack um, and, uh, to wait out the storm, right? And there, God, it couldn't be more romantic there. 
looking out a window into the moon, into the moonlight, they kiss. And it is a very beautiful kiss. And you can feel the intensity, the exchange between them. Even the cat's emotional. And, um, well, they, uh, it, it seems like they, they've fallen for each other. But then what happens is they, they live intensely. But how long do they live? Well, it seems to me, in the film, it seems to be a month or two. It's really intense. But then the vicar starts having second thoughts. And this girl, she's so madly in love. She writes him the most beautiful literature, well, poetry, etc. And he, he begins to reject her. He begins to reject her. And it makes her so miserable. I mean, she's painting, painting. And I'm going to stop there. What did she do wrong? Well, from a kiss, they went to making love, I think, two days later. Intense love. I mean, it gives, makes your, it, it, it sends chills up your spine. It's so beautiful, but at the same time, it's too fast. And from there, from making that love, then she becomes incredibly inspired, but he's doubtful. He's probably thinking about a bunch of things, that he's a vicar, that he doesn't have the right amount of money to, to look after her, that her father is very strict, that she's different, etc., etc. So she ends up investing a lot more in this relationship than he does because he gets his kicks with her, of course. And if we look at it, if it were today, I mean, who could tell you, yeah, he's into her, but he could be into four other women and maybe a man. You see? So that's where the mistake is. It happens too quickly. And the weight, there's no balance. She's giving her all, and he's not. So then, here's another case. Okay, so let's, or maybe we take the same case, but now we set it in modern times. So she's actually feeling the rejection. She can't handle it. It's upsetting her. She can't sleep. She then sees him walking about. I'm talking about these times now. Okay, this is not the story anymore, but I'm getting the same characters and uh, setting up a scenario in 2023. And he's, you know, she sees him. This is a village. She sees him walking around with another woman. And it, of course, it upsets her. But she says, you know, I love myself too much. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send this 
I'm going to tell this guy to fuck off. But I'm not going to use fuck off. I'm going to tell him that this is really bothering me. And they've only been going out and having intense sex for two months, okay? So she goes up to him. She says, you know what? Um, what you're doing hanging out with that other girl, that's wrong. And I'm not going to accept it. And he's like, but I haven't even said you're my girlfriend. Like, we have all this, but... I've never said, I've never made it clear that you're my girlfriend. Why are you so upset? You see, there's the catch-22. And when I look at a certain case right now as we speak, you know, oh, these two people came out in public, but they they have never said, oh, yeah, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. No. We know that they're having sex. We know that they like having their pictures taken because they're celebrities. But we don't know their level of commitment. And these two celebrities, again, I'm not going to say the names. You people can guess. But really, think about it. You know, oh yeah, oh, let's make out in front of the camera. Making out in front of a camera, uh, you know, the guy could make out or the girl could make out with one person one day, another person the next, right? So that doesn't establish anything. No, a commitment in terms of, you know, being a boyfriend and girlfriend involves a bit more. You publicly say, whether you live in a town of 100 people or whether you're a megastar, you say, this is my partner. You, give that, you do give that person a label. Sorry, folks, but yes, you need to give the person a label. If not, it's just one of those run-of-the-mill fucks. You know, tonight I can go to a bar, pick up one guy, maybe get involved with another, maybe have a threesome, maybe limit it to one guy, maybe I'll get creative and have an orgy. You know what I mean? So, if, if, you, if you don't have a label, this is what happens. You basically have no bargaining point, okay? You cannot exert any control on someone because you, you're nothing to them and vice versa because there are no labels. Now, if you're a person that loves free love, good for you. Well, enjoy it. I, I'm jealous of you. If you can handle someone you really dig, oh, that's such a 60s expression, but someone you're really into if you can handle someone you're really into being into other people and you're polyamorous, wow, my, my respects. I can't do that. So that's why you have to go through steps. That's why building a relationship takes time. Okay, it's not fly by night. It's not thunder or lightning, lightning or thunder. It takes time. 
because easy come, easy go. And, uh, oof, if it's, it's one of these flaky relationships, you can kiss your rights goodbye in terms of, hey, why are you with that? Why are you making out with that other person? Why are you flirting with that other person? Hey, I'm game for anything. You and I, we made out or we had sex or both or, you know, but I have every right to smell different flowers. Okay, so, and if you're really into the person, even after all that, the best thing to do is simply distance yourself and cry in your pillow, be strong, but do not, for the love of God, do not, or the love of the universe, do not send passionate texts. Do not show up at their doorstep like a stalker, okay? And I, I am going to go back to one of my new favorite films now. Uh, maybe I'm going on too long. Let me check the minutes in my uh, recording. Okay, so there's still enough time. Okay, so yes, folks, I really dig, I really love red, white, and uh, royal blue. And there you see the, the relationship happens over time. But when Alex gets more intense with Henry, like, Henry starts it. Like, the guy who starts it all is Henry, okay? But Alex then goes with it and then begins to feel the same sort of attraction. And then they're texting all the time. And then that's, that's before anything happens. Then, you know, Henry starts the more intimate stuff, Alex, you know, he, he thinks about it, then when they meet again, then it's equal. And a lot of months go by, right? But when they reach a level of more, uh, sorry, a deeper level, that's when Henry gets scared, and that's where Alex actually is quite smart because by this point they both know they love each other okay sorry spoilers spoilers okay I'm just focusing on the film not the book I've not read the book but by this point you know they, they both know they love each other but Henry shies away from it again and Alex tries to get in touch with him but he sees he's rejected he waits a week but remember many months have have gone by so Alex says you know what no I need closure it's either all or nothing so he he takes a big risk but there you see the, the sentiments were uh, reciprocal and what he does is he gets on a plane to find Henry. And he, he, he finally sees him again and, and gets it out of him. He's like, you know what, I, I, there you see there's leverage. That's an example of leverage because a lot happened in between, you know. It wasn't two months. It felt more like a year. 
or more. So there, when Alex gets rejected in terms of the phone calls and that he does something about it, he has the right to do something about it because he is in a more intense relationship. They haven't gone out in public or anything, but they've been having a relationship. And he says, you know, I'm going to face the music, whatever the outcome. I need to know so that I can sleep well at night. And, and there it's okay. So he flies all the way to the UK and basically says, look, I know I love you and I, I want us to have a relationship. And at first, Henry is very, you know, he's, he's very not cold, but resistant to the idea because of fear, you know, the fear of, 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 of the, the British population. But eventually, Alex pushes him so hard in the sense he says, look, I love you, but I can't be here waiting for you. So he, he, he sets his limits. He says, look, this is the deal, okay? Take it or leave it. But if you leave it, you leave it. And Henry succumbs. He breaks him. And they end up enjoying a wonderful relationship. But again, why were they able to get to that point? Because they did live a relationship over many months, perhaps years. You cannot do that with someone you just met last week. You can't do that, okay? Time is of the essence. Time is of the essence. I'm sorry, but it's true. I'm not dating anybody right now, and I'm not getting any younger. I'm just getting more selective. <coughs> People my age are supposed to become more selective. We're not as attractive as we were unless we go under the knife, but still, that doesn't. It's You can tell. I'm sorry. People, I can tell when people have gotten plastic surgery. I have a European mentality. Some people love the stuff. I'm not all for it, but that's another topic. But here, these two men are in their late 20s, early 30s. So they, they have time, but not that much time to waste. And I really like this film because it really shows how a relationship can blossom through hardships. They have their hardships. They have money, but they have a lot of social hardships. And, you know, they, they do follow that path, though. They, they, they don't jump the gun. They take time. They do get to know each other. And they are, at the end of the day, even if they're if sometimes they reject each other, they are not wandering off with, with different people. So they're, you know, when the person you're interested in is wandering off with different people, you know what's at risk. Your pride, your heart. If you're willing to fight for it, then you've got to be really intelligent. Okay. And you got to keep your feelings under control. Because if you just burst right in front of that person, oh, I love you so much. 
take me, you know, they might take you for the night, but they certainly won't take you for a long-term relationship. Okay, I'm giving you hard reality. Yes, control your feelings. If you have to pour them out, write them, but to yourself. Don't go sending stuff out because then you're going to be in a position of weakness. You only do that <coughs> when you know you have the person, when, when they feel the same way about you, okay? If not, chances are they're going to pull away. They'll even disappear or maybe come back into your life two decades later. And I'm saying this now because it's happened to me. Because when I was young, I was the, you know, I was the romantic at heart. And romance is wonderful, but it, it has to be, un, un, unless you're Romeo and Juliet and you're like 14 and 15, and I don't recommend that either, but come on, if you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, be intelligent. Because if you're texting that person all day long, their ego might blow up. And yes, I'm going to say it. I could be wrong, but honestly, and maybe because I, I love that film that I keep bringing up as well. Not, not, not as well, I still love it. I love the book. But this whole <sighs> Timothy slash Kylie relationship. I don't know how I feel about it. I, I don't know, and, and the, the, I don't know. Um, maybe they've been dating for a long time. I don't see they have that much in common. I could be wrong. Let's see. I just hope. I just hope that. Uh, Yes, the girl, be careful. Because it seems to me uh, this young man uh, has a lot of fans. I'm not one of them, by the way. I'm a fan of the film, not, not of the actor. But the film, Call Me By Your Name, is one of my favorite films. But I, what I'm seeing is that everybody and their great-grandmother, like, oh, like, why? And they're really criticizing the girl. And honestly, I don't like the way they look either, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, hold on. She's a person too. I just hope she <coughs> doesn't beg. And I, I have noticed that he gets his kicks. He could be dating multiple people. So can she. She certainly has the money for it, but it <clears throat> could be all a publicity stunt, you know. But if we go back to literature, and the movie I was talking about, by the way, was Emily. Sorry, there's spoilers. I'm just going to say, if we go back to literature, uh, th th well, this is not really literature. It's a film, and it's fictitious because Emily Bronte was not like that. However, the story is quite interesting, the fictitious story about her. She blows it when she gives herself away from the word go. Tension builds up, 
they 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 crack it and then she gives herself away many times don't do that i know what i'm saying don't do it don't look like the person who's overly interested you have every right to dream about that person okay hell i'm going to dream about uh Henry and Alex tonight. No, I'm just kidding. But no, I probably will. But what I'm getting at is don't glorify that person. Have your other interests. Okay? Because again, I I've said it before. Nobody is perfect. Nobody is infallible. Things might blow up in your face. All right? And well, Thank you for listening. Have a great week. Onwards and forwards. Ciao.